Hello and welcome back to Quarantine, episode 24. Today on the show, I have LA Open Mic's number one COVID justice warrior, Sarah Lawrence. Really made a name for herself once this whole thing went down. Uh, also, uh, she's from Australia, and me being a dumb American, I, uh, I chose her to ask to inquire about my possible plans of moving to New Zealand once this is all over. I don't know. I've just been thinking about it. You know, a lot of people talk about moving to Canada, but New Zealand basically wiped out COVID. It's not freezing cold. It's got all basically the same policies and stuff as Canada. And uh, they also have a young female liberal prime minister, which I think is an exciting is a, I think it's an exciting place to possibly live, and um, especially if Trump wins re-election, I might have to consider moving there. I probably shouldn't be putting it out on a podcast, making a lot of other people think about moving there too, but, uh, but you know, people are going to do what they're going to do, and uh, I'm going to uncontrollably talk about whatever I want because uh, I have no inner monologue. Anyway, with that being said, let's get this show started. Great episode. Re- really one of my tops. Uh, I was super excited about having Sarah on, and it turned out pretty much as good as I expected it to. So with that being said, maybe even better. With that being said, let's get started. This is like so old school, dude, when I was like Skyping people in bloody 2008, you know? Right, right. Well, you know, this is uh, this whole thing is real old school. This is like, uh, you know, when there were like warlords walking around everywhere and you didn't leave your house. Yeah. Like or uh, murder hornets, which I just found out about yesterday. Murder, murder hornets. Yeah. You know, the murder hornets. Maybe I'm hyper normalized that uh, I'm not really afraid of the murder hornets. Right. Because, you know, the murder hornets can only get you if you go outside. But I'm too afraid to go outside, you know? Just let it all let it all happen. Just it's the end of the world. Whatever. At least yeah. I started the I, podcast. Honestly, yeah, yesterday, because everyone was posting about murder hornets, and I was like, what what is you know, I thought it was a meme or some shit. And so then I Google murder hornets and I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, of course this is happening. And then I was like, you know what? Throw us a tsunami. Let's do it. Let's just fucking let's all do it. And you know what I mean? Was it you that posted the tsunami versus earthquake? Yeah, that was me. Well, clearly I'll take an earthquake. We've already had like two earthquakes since this whole thing started. Yeah, I know. That's what I, someone, someone posed the question to me, but it was a little more hectic. And it was like, would you rather have an earthquake once or a tsunami a year or something? And I was like, obviously I have an earthquake once. But that we're talking about an earthquake that's like one of those massive ones where the, where the, like, like in round splits, you know, like in a movie, yes. like a movie <laughs> earthquake. Um... <laughs> What was I going to say? Oh, so like on the very first day mm-hmm. of the lockdown, mm-hmm. uh, like the official lockdown, it was like I remember I was in my house and the power went out in my neighborhood. And I remember my first. I remember thought, that. He texted us. My and I was first, like, oh, we're all going to die. My first thought when it happened was we're under attack. Really? We're, we're under attack. This is all. This is like that was like step one of the planned attack on America, yeah. and and now it's now it's full on invasion. Plus, there's always there's always these military helicopters flying over my home, which always freaks me out. They're super low, um, oh, and uh, my girlfriend posted a video yesterday where she she was just about to go out and take the dog for a walk, and there was a fucking helicopter with a spotlight on her street, and she was like, "Well, yeah." 
What's, that, what's going uh, on on my street? Uh, always, there's always helicopters, there's always spotlights going on. I'm like, I do not live in a safe neighborhood. But whenever somebody applies to move into the open room, I'm like, it's a very safe neighborhood. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's one thing I've learned is you can't trust anyone who's applying for a job or anyone who's trying to, to either go like, you know, oh, I'm very clean, but also this is a safe. No one telling the truth at any moment when they need right. some. One time I, had, I was looking for a roommate and I said, um, I said, now listen, I try to make a bit out of it. I, I forgot about it until now. And I was like, listen, um, I want a party. So I don't want a roommate who's going to sit in their room and keep to themselves. You know, I want someone who's going to fucking come out and do shots with me. <laughs> and um, I don't know what happened. And I didn't find someone like that. This one chick who was like a personal trainer replied and I was like, mm. I can't have you going to the gym at 5 a.m. when I'm coming home doing, you know, like, <laughs> that's not going to work for me. You know, I need you fucking partying with me. <laughs> uh, I, li I like that you're like, you're like, like your, your roommate message was who wants to be my new best friend? Pretty much. Like, yeah. Like for me, I'll do whatever I want. But when I have a new roommate, I'm like, I want you like in your room or at your job. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Well, that's, I want to feel like I live alone. Yeah. You know, my old and, then, and then you walk into the kitchen one morning, you're like, oh, God, that's right. This guy lives here, too. Well, my old roommate, my old roommate that, that moved out used to joke about one of my current roommates that they were like a ghost haunting our apartment <laughs> because they like stayed in their room. They like went into the kitchen. They went into the bathroom and it just it felt like, uh, you know, it really felt like an I see dead people um, <laughs> type situation. Uh Right now, I live with two, but at, at full capacity, I should live with three. Right. Four bedroom. That's the, fucking, that's the thing when you get more roommates, so you get a bigger, better house, and you get some fancy house. I house. mean, I've got, I've got a dope house, and, like, honestly, I'm, like, in my room. I, I really like my room. It's comfortable. I have a really good work set up, and uh, I pretty much am in here. I have my own bathroom right now. Uh, I make, uh, you know, I use the kitchen to cook. I go out on walks and it's like, I, you know, I just have to pay less rent for a dope house with a front yeah. yard, backyard and stuff. Yeah, exactly. I just, um, I, I went through a thing where when I broke up with my ex, I was like, now when looking for a new place, do I look for like, I was like, do I want to live with someone or do I, do I not? And I was like, well, I've never lived alone, but the whole, the whole thing about having a roommate is you have like built in friends. So like you get to meet their friends and like, it's the whole like partying thing. You know, my brother lives with five dudes or whatever. So like when one of them has a thing, you know, then they all go to the pub and it's just like a built-in friend situation. Or, and I was like, I want or that. Built in, or built-in enemies or built-in enemies. Built in hell, exactly. And then I thought back and I was like, fuck, I've hated every single roommate I've ever lived with. Why would I do it? <laughs> You know, well, then, then that brings up the question: Was it them, or was it no. if, if you didn't get along with any of them? <laughs> no, I did, I did, I did. It was like varying degrees of like whatever. It but goes, wow. it goes all the way one way or the other for me. So like like yeah. um, seven years ago, the the person who just moved out of my house, we met on Craigslist seven years ago and were roommates for seven years. Wow. So like like it was like I used to call it a loveless marriage. Like I just found myself you made a marriage. What? You just made a marriage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like I was just like in a loveless marriage from. Oh, Christ. you missed it. No, you missed my joke. A loveless I, marriage is just called a marriage. Oh, 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 oh! I was just in a marriage. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> a sexless marriage, or well, also a marriage. a marriage. 
Hey. <laughs> um, I don't believe in love anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then I had one roommate who I believed was a sociopath, and I used to lock my door when I'd go to bed at night because I was afraid wow. he was going to murder me. Um, I had a roommate do that. He, him and my other roommate were fighting, and one of them fucking got a knife and kept the knife under his bed because he he thought the other guy was going to jump him. I was like, oh, okay, everybody needs to come. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, and then I had one guy who was like a good family friend of mine that like was like moved to Los. He sublet my room when I went to Europe for two and a half months. And then when I came back, he didn't have anywhere to go. So he asked if he could like crash on my floor for like a month while he found a place. And I was like, sure. Then that turned into 10 months. And um, in your bedroom or on your, in your living room? In the living room. Wait, the he, wait, sorry. You left and he sublet your bedroom? He sublet my bedroom. While and then I was he came back. When I came back, he was like, I didn't okay. find a place yet. Do you right. mind if I crash on the floor for a month while I look? I was like, you didn't know him? He's not the seven. No, no, no. I, I, did, I did know him. He was like a family friend. Okay, okay. Sorry. Yes. Um, so I was like, sure. And then one month turned into 10 months. And like, it got to a point where I hated him so much. I would just like walk downstairs and just see him like on the floor. And I'd be like, I'd just like turn on the TV real loud and just like, I just, I, I got, I got so, so contentious. And I finally got to my breaking point where like I kicked him out and it, like he hated me for kicking him out and I like didn't care. And then, and then a week later, I find the place I live now and I'm like, I'm moving out and I call him like, Hey, you want my bedroom? <laughs> <laughs> and I waited funny. one week to kick him out. I could have not ruined our relationship and had him just move into the bedroom. Where did he go for the week? What? Where did he, he go? I don't know. He found some place. He found some place. Did he move back? He moved back. He lives, <laughs> he lives, in, he lives in my, uh, it was my bedroom. And then when I was, when I was looking for someone to fill this room, a guy hit me up, a comedian actually hit me up. Um, I, won't, I won't say who. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. His off, I, know, I think off I know who And he's like, he's like, he's telling me, he's like, I hate my roommates. I got to get out of this place I'm living. And then he's like, uh, can I live in your, move in your place? I was like, yeah, maybe. And then I find out he's living in my old apartment with that guy and another guy. <laughs> oh, what? That's yeah. How, how crazy is that? Can you tell me on the chat? Uh, um, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you after, um, there were, uh, no, there were, <laughs> there were a couple of things. You're, you're the first guest I've actually written down things to talk to them about right. no, normally Sarah, normally Sarah, when someone like I ask somebody like twice, if they want to do my podcast, <laughs> you know, in my day of in my day of setting and they reject me twice i go okay i'll ask you again and then it's going to be like months till i ask them but 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 sarah i had i had to have sarah on because i felt like i felt like you in a way upped your profile so much when this all went down by being oh. like the number one covid warrior on the open mic scene what has what has the experience been like for you of uh of covid of of shaming everyone for being idiots okay well you know what is funny is that that new mic that opened up this was months ago this feels like six months ago you know but what was it like six weeks ago probably two, two like, months almost two months ago because i started from the very jump um yeah i even remember i got i got a little i got a couple like i got a week ahead of the actual 
I think it was a week or two ahead of the actual lockdown when shit was going down. I was like, hey, everyone, by the way, just get your flu shot now so that you know if you get sick later on, it's not from COVID. It's, it's, I, did not, I did not get my flu shot. Well, nobody. I normally do, but. You also didn't go to open mics. Um, but what that, are you talking about? That was oh, yeah. so long oh, yeah. ago. That was like two months ago, right? And so then the other day when that, um, oh, actually, to be fair, I know who wrote it down, but it was funny that the new slotted mic wrote again, Sarah Lawrence rules. And I was like, well, that's better than what I said before, because what it was before was fuck you, Sarah Lawrence on every <laughs> single slot. Fuck you, Sarah Lawrence. Fuck you, Sarah Lawrence. I was like, hey, and, you were, and you were like, well, at least nobody's signing up. whoever's writing fuck you sarah lawrence is doing my job for me you know almost i almost cleverly think you were doing that so people didn't suspect it was you it was kind of like i was playing uh i was playing this uh that that jackbox game with some people you know that jackbox thing and uh one of the questions was like what would be the lamest group of dancers for this thing so i wrote the josh edelman dancers because i knew the opportunity for everyone to take me down a notch they would all vote for and i got unanimously i unanimously won that round oh you mean the one where everyone's gonna vote for the worst dancer or whatever yeah 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 and i was like i was like i know that any opportunity they all have to bring me down or make fun of they'll take so i manipulate i love that um, yeah what was the question i don't know I, I i just i mean i what what happened was i had a little fucking breakdown halfway through there because um you know christine king no she uh she called me one morning she was like are you okay and i kind of broke down in tears and i was like i don't know if i can do this anymore because it's fuck it's really fucking with me because i was spending all day just like I would wake up and I would just be writing things and texting people and, and people would be emailing me and sending me articles and links and this and that. And this is when we kind of didn't have a grasp on what was going on properly. And so my entire day was just filled with like trying to do the right thing and like get the word out there. And cause I, I'm still kind of thinking like, Oh, people don't really understand just yet. I'm lucky that I have a smart brother who told me it's about to go down. Like, I'm lucky in that sense. I'm like, maybe these people were like me who didn't have someone to tell them. So then, I, you know, and then I started getting messages from people saying, hey, thanks so much for doing this. You changed my mind or, you know, keep doing what you're doing, da, 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 da. Because like this one night I was like, you know what, I've had enough. I'm going to pull out tomorrow. And then I woke up the next day with all these messages from people saying, thanks so much. You know, you convinced me or keep doing what you're doing, da, da, da. And I was like, all right, well, then I have to keep going kind of thing. This sounds like I'm fucking Joan of Arc, but um, <laughs> um, Christine called me and I had a bit of a cry and I was like, you know, I'm, I'm just kind of losing my mind a little bit. And she was like, keep doing what you're doing. And I was like, all right, great. Well, then I'll keep going. And then it kind of got to a point where everyone should know I don't need to keep harping on about it. Um, obviously, like that would be like me now messaging the people who are going to open mics. So what are you guys doing? Like. Obviously, they don't give a fuck anymore. It doesn't matter. I'm not changing yeah. anyone's mind at this point. So it's kind I of like it's kind of like in 20. It's kind of like in 2016. I had like I used to never post about politics at all on social media. Then I had like a breakdown in mm. 2016 on Facebook and just started going after everyone. Like like we're gonna be just all locked in our houses and 100,000 people are gonna die if you vote for this guy. And I was right. Uh, <laughs> Well, I just like I used to have like these nightmares like of Trump being president and just like the worst shit happening. And like then he was so but like it got to a certain point where I'm like, well, at this point, you just you just you decided you're like, what's the point of talking to anyone about it anymore? 
And yeah. I just kind of I quit Facebook and I was like, I don't I'm, I don't care about talking about it anymore. Right. Yeah, you are. Be- you are who you are. Uh, yeah. I, I guess I, I guess your answer sort of answers my other question of do you feel like it was effective at all? When 100%, you were- a thousand percent effective. Would I do it again? Absolutely. Exactly how I did it. Um, it now, what do you think the experience is going to be like? So hypothetically, hypothetically, two years from now, this is all over, <laughs> you know, you know, conservatively speaking. Uh, and then we're, we're going out. Are you going? Are you going out? Are you still trying to be a comedian in uh, in two years when when the world opens up? Yeah. 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 Uh, what I mean, am I am I did I stop writing? Yes. Did I am I thinking about comedy at fucking all right now? Absolutely not. There's no point. I, I can't be wasting. I, I have to get a fucking job. I don't know what's going on. You know what I mean? I don't have time to. I mean, I'm certainly not going to fucking Long Beach open mic to test out some material that no one gives a fuck about. Do you know what I mean? Like that's so and our ridiculous. policy is nobody wears masks. Nobody wears masks. I mean, it just <laughs> I love that they know better than doesn't matter. Anyway, so I think the three people who really fucking hate me, I don't care about and didn't care about before. So they can go on hating me, but the friends or uh, well, what I what I think is interesting, what like what like has really blown my mind about it all is just like like if there's anything that's ever fully just ripped off the veil of America, it's this. Because like in the rest of the world Everyone's like, yeah, I got a lockdown and everyone's everyone's doing it. Like, you know, I've talked to you a lot about like my considering moving to New Zealand, mm-hmm. um, my plans to possibly move to New Zealand when this is all over, because the prime minister of New Zealand was like, hey, everybody, you know, just like stay in your homes and stuff and all that and anyone in the country. And they were all like, all right, we'll like stay in our homes and stuff. But now and now there's no more virus. And like, guys, uh, good job, everyone. There's no more virus. We might be able to get out there in the world and do stuff again. OK, great. But uh, let us know when we're able to. And like, OK, fine. We'll let you know. It's like just very polite and like really controlled <laughs> and stuff. That clip um, <laughs> you is literally like New Zealand contained. They're like, nope, we're we're good, and they're good now. You know what I mean? And oh, we've got a virus. Everyone just you know locked down for a little bit. And like, okay, we're locked down. Let's no one can come out again. <laughs> and like, they all have health care, and it's just like it's I like literally they have like a lady Trudeau who never wore blackface, and it's like a more temperate climate than uh, Canada. And I'm just like, when this is all over. I might just go to New Zealand. I don't know. There's like a part of me that gives up on the idea of there ever being like a real world again. Um, I know that that's like fatalistic, but I'm just kind of like, it brings a real meaninglessness to things. Everything that's going on right right. now. You You know know? what I I thought the other day, I was like, you know, because wait, I have three things to talk about. I want to talk, let me write them down because I forget. So I want to talk about New Zealand. And then I want to talk about my dad. This is all in relation to what you just said. And uh, <laughs> what I'm talking about now is that whole, right. So, you know, like these movies where, yeah, go. I was going to say, but like here in America, it's like, guys, you know, try to stay home. And if you're going to go out, wear a mask. And like, I'm not wearing no fascist fucking mask. Yep. It's yep. like, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. 
It's lies. Nobody's dying. I don't know anyone who's dying until you're fucking dying. Until you're. Oh, the guy was holding the thing in the North Carolina protest. Got it. And it's like, uh, for fuck's sake. I'm terrified because my parents are in Florida. My dad still has a business and he's shut down right now. But like Florida's starting to reopen. My dad's in his 60s and my mom's in her 60s and she's diabetic. And I'm like, is my dad going to start going back to work because Florida's reopening and is he gonna get sick or get my mom sick and like i don't want to lose my parents but like just why can't we just be in fucking new zealand (laughs) i mean why can't we be anywhere sorry you know i i lost i've been losing followers like fucking this and i think it's because i've been posting like anti-american stuff which is not like anti-american stuff even though like i am anti-american so are a lot of americans that i know (laughs) oh it's so stupid um but i posted that south park thing that was like everybody get you know, and someone was like, someone commented and was like, it seems to me that you don't like America. And I was like, no, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? And it's just like, it's, it's so dumb. And it, it's funny because like the, you know, the Canada gun thing that recently happened, what happened in Canada was some guy with an AR-15 went and shot a bunch yeah, yeah, of yeah. people and Canada went, hey guys, no more guns. And Canada went, cool. And that's exactly what. The privilege. Yeah, you can't have a gun if you're going to shoot people in the face. Like, fucking hell. And that's what happened in Australia in the 90s. Some guy got a gun and shot a bunch of people, and Australia goes, you know what, guys? No more guns, fuck you. And we went, cool, here's the guns. And now everyone in America's like, yeah, and then America's mad at Canada, and I'm like, but you're the only people who haven't, who have let people keep, and you keep shooting, and now the school shootings have gone down because no one's allowed to go to school, but you, why are you still... The gun thing is just fucking crazy to me. Um, It's all crazy. I just, you know, it's like, it's like, I know it's what Russia wants, but I just think uh, it's time for America to split up. (laughs) It's uh, like, yeah, just like, let's, you know, let's have a little province. Let's have like the California, uh, Oregon, Washington. Mm -hmm. Then you have like all that like middle shit. And then you have like, the south and you get the northeast and we have our own little uh smaller work? countries i don't know the they attack us <laughs> <laughs> is our prime as our president of california is just like what's up dudes uh, we're gonna go skiing <laughs> well how dope would it be to just be living purely under california law yeah, i mean like one of the scary. fucked up one of the really fucked up things is the fact that we pay more we pay more in taxes to the rest of the country than we get back from the federal government. So if all of our tax money went straight to our own government and then came to ourselves, we'd be doing better. The problem is if we did split up like this, all the, all the states that actually end up controlling who ends up running the country because they have all the power in their votes would be super fucked from not having us. But uh, it's also screwed. <laughs> They'd be... They'd be fucked. Like places like Kentucky would be super fucked if they weren't getting federal tax money from New York and uh, California. Fucked uh, economy wise, like fucked how? Uh, yeah, in multiple in multiple respects, they receive more in tax money than they spend. So like like the federal money That's goes. Such a big division in the country. That's another thing that baffles me. Is like how is every state so different and like they have such different laws and different this and that. We don't have that. We have like fucking seven states or whatever, and everyone's the same. It's not like you go to this state and this happens. Like everyone's just Australian. It doesn't. 
You know what? I forgot how many fucking states are in Australia. Well, I think like a big thing, uh, a real big aspect of it is like, you know, I look at uh, Germany post-World War II and generally speaking, Germans have incredible shame for World War II. They have incredible shame about like having been a Nazi state and what the Nazis did. Um, in America, however, after the Civil War, the South has all this pride about the Confederacy as opposed to like we allowed them, you know, like Germany, like outlawed the Nazi flag. Germany was like, mm -hmm. you can't be, you're not allowed to be a Nazi. But America, it's like monuments and all these things celebrating like one of the most deeply racist and horrific human rights abuses of all time. It's like part of our culture. So we never like really like stamped out the racism in this country. It just let it fester. And then um, and then I think, you know, we reached a real tipping point in 2016 of like where, where I think a lot of people were genuinely on this scale of being like either tipped towards being better people or tipped towards their worst impulses. And Trump allowed so many of them to be tipped towards their worst impulses. And then they just went all in on that. You know, they were um, like that before it wasn't Trump. They were still they were like that. They were like that before, but it's just turned everything into a division where it's just literally like, hey, stay at home, watch TV, wear a mask and uh, and stuff. And it's and it's like that's divisive in this country. Yeah. At the same time, our government isn't really doing what it needs to do to take care of people so that they do it. But right. because a lot of it's because our current government benefits from the so division. Yeah. I just don't know why there, why it is so different like that. Like, why, why is there pride over that thing? Why are you allowed to do that? Why do you hold on to guns? You know, why do, why is there that like arrogance of like, you don't know, I know, I'm gonna do whatever I want, my freedom, this, 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 where no other fucking place has that. My dad was talking to me the other day, and he goes, and he's like, <laughs> this will be another bit, I suppose, and he goes, oh, I don't know what's up with you. A lot of yanks over there. A lot of, you know, everyone in Australia, they said, hey, guys, stay at home. And we went, oh, yeah, yeah, all right, all right. And we did, and everything's fine. I know what the bloody hell's going on over there. And I was like, I know. I'm fucking here. I don't get it. Well, I'll tell you, you know, having grown up in America, as a child, it was so ingrained in me by, by this country that we're the best. That yes. everywhere else, like, pretty much sucks compared Why, though? to us. There and was, like... There was like a genuine, like, you know, before I started, like got older and like did some traveling, there was a gen genuine fear in leaving this country and being at the whim of another nation. Like, you know, my parents were worried for me when I was traveling through Europe. Um, it's, it's like, uh, you know, there's like this veil of we're so great. And I think, you know, in recent years, that veil's really been lifted but it's just like religion when you're indoctrinated into oh, it. It's so religion. Yeah, that's when you're when you're indoctrinated so deeply and like and like you're presented with truths that can contradict what you've uh, spent your entire life believing, mm. you now you now have to like confront these uh, these uncomfortable realities that what you've believed your whole life isn't true. And I think a lot of people, rather than confronting those, right. have chosen to just. Um, Double down backwards in uh, in what they in what yeah. they force. It's kind of like there's this there's this thing that like if you uh, if you prove someone wrong, a lot of times they'll just further double down on the thing that they're wrong. You'll only further convince them of the thing that they're wrong about. 
but you know, I often I have this whole this whole idea about like we're always like we're always like you know Republicans. They're tricking you. They're conning you. They 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 know better than what they're telling you, and you're being fooled by them. But then I read about like Jonestown, the Jonestown massacres. How like all these people drank the Kool Aid and killed themselves. The leaders of Jonestown drank the Kool Aid and killed themselves too. So I'm like, maybe the Republicans are just, uh, maybe the leaders are just as dumb as their followers. I was watching like the uh, the impeachment trials, and like the Democrats are like, all right, so Trump, we have this person saying Trump literally told them on the phone mm-hmm. to tell these people he won't give them aid if they don't give him what he wants and investigate Biden. And they're probably like, where's your, where's your evidence? I don't see no evidence in this cockamamie trial. I don't see no evidence. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, God, you're so stupid. You're so <laughs> dumb. Like, you're just as dumb as the people voting for you. Like, I like that guy. He's like me. Well, that's what we were saying on the other about Biden. I'm like, what's 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 loose? There's a screw loose. With Joe Biden? For, in Joe Biden, there's a screw loose. Totally, totally. And we were you like, know, I just... People who are voting for Biden have a screw loose. And I was like, ah. But how, I just... There's just a lot of crazy things that I don't understand how can be continually. You're totally, you're totally right, but uh, gotta vote for him. Gotta vote for him. Day one, I mean, that ballot. Day one, that ballot comes in the mail. Joe I mean, Biden's Biden name is checked. And Bernie. Said, I don't mean Biden. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean yeah. vote for Bernie, but also, um, but also but these I, people. But it's also crazy to me. All these people literally trapped in their homes right now, can't go outside. 70,000 people dead mm. like like no plan to actually resolve any of this going Joe Biden's just as bad it's like what are you talking about yeah look at the situation we're fucking in right now you can't pay your rent mm. you don't have health care you yeah. you're you're telling me like it's not worth at least rolling the dice on somebody else at this yeah, point the, the health care thing is so fucking huge to me because I've never been I've never been in a country, you know, I, I went from Australia to London and London's completely, fr- London's even, London's fucking, fr- I had some massive procedure for free, you know, mm-hmm. it's just like, what? And then I come here and I, I broke my ankle and it was fucking $700 for some x-rays. I was like, what? <laughs> to take a picture. <laughs> to take a picture. And um, that's like twice as much as headshots. <laughs> Or if you get some real good headshots, it's the or same. It's half as much as headshots. <laughs> I love that everything's compared to that. Um, but there, there's um, there, what what baffles me. There's like crazy shit going on right now. Like the coronavirus deaths are now not being recorded because they don't want the death rate to look as high. How is that legal? Do you know what I mean? You get a call, some hospital gets a call from like I think in New York they're telling them or some place that were I think it's Florida fucking Florida I think the guy the governor said stop uh, reporting coronavirus deaths stop recording yeah. what how is that legal how the fuck is that legal how is it, help, how is it helpful anything crazy like that you're fucking fired that's it you're scaring people from walking into the lava pit stop reporting <laughs> lava pit deaths. Uh, <laughs> If we if nobody knows people are dying from walking to the lava pit, they'll go into the lava pit. We can make our lava pit money. Um, yeah, and then, yeah, but, you find out he's the director of the National Lava Pit Association. <laughs> we're disbanding the lava pit task force. All right, <laughs> the lava pits are under control. <laughs> well, I was saying, I was saying on one of my earlier episodes of the show, actually, that like there was a point at which the death rate 
for coronavirus cases in New York was like 30%. But that wasn't because 30% of people with coronavirus were dying. It was because like in order to get tested for coronavirus, you had to be so sick that there was a three out of 7% chance you were going to die. So like, I was like, if I was in New York and they're like, all right, we're going to give you a test. I'd be like, oh no, I'm going to fucking die. (laughs) (laughs) Just the sheer fact that I'm getting tested means odds are I'm fucked. Yeah. But like, you know, it's, it's, um, it's wild. It's like Trump in Trump's mind. It's like not, having not knowing how many people have it is better so that the numbers are down i'm like but you're the numbers are still higher than anywhere else and now it's just our death rate is like through the roof because everyone who's been tested is like mortally ill yeah it's only made it so much more terrifying it's also like i understand like he's trying to keep the all these people are trying to keep the numbers down so it doesn't look like they did a bad job right but where's the interest in transparency where is i'm not gonna lie to my fucking nation when's there ever been interest in transparency you what when's there ever been interest in transparency it's funny because my entire mo is transparency my entire life is led with transparency and then now i'm just like ever you'd never make it to the presidency you'd be like yeah i did fucking blow uh i did blow blow 20 minutes ago You get total transparency with me. (laughs) (laughs) Who wants a Cali cocktail? Cali cocktails for everyone who votes for me. (laughs) What was the, um, how does, uh, what's her name? Hillary Clinton. Was it this? Oh, no, it was our old prime minister. We had an old prime minister called Julia Gillard. And she would talk like this and her hands would always, and I'm like, why are you, what? They're all fucking insane anyway. They're, they're, you be here, here's the thing, you can't, you can't just be insane in one way. That's why Trump won, because it's like, it's like he was just insane. So yeah. like, so like it all gets muddled into his character. It's like Howard Dean goes, yeah, one time. It's like, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> but Trump's just nonstop. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, yeah, Trump. <laughs> I mean, oh, fuck, man, that. After the bleed, halfway through, I was like, you know what? I think I got a little brainwashed. And I was like, you know what? Let's, you know, I, I watched him in one press thing. And I was like, all right, maybe this guy's not too bad. You know, he was really, because I think it was you text the group and you said, I've never seen him so, um, so uh, somewhere you said, I've never seen him so uh, like formal or something like that. And so I jumped on and I watched him and I went, oh. Hmm. And every question that he didn't know the answer to, he was being like, uh, Fauci, and they kept swapping all the fucking time, like infuriatingly so. But I was like, oh, good, maybe he's learning that, you know, he, stop answering questions that you don't know the answer to. And then a fucking two weeks later, he was talking about bleach. Injecting. <laughs> inje- what? I mean. I know everyone, everyone talks about. There's there's all the Joe Biden rape stuff, and I'm like I'm like maybe 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 Joe Biden's a rapist too. Maybe Trump's a rapist. But if I have to pick a president, I want the rapist who didn't tell me to drink bleach. That's fair. I'll take. And you know what? I'll take. Joe Biden's for sure definitely a rapist because back in the day you were allowed to do that. Back in his day, you could hit your wife when you came home from work. You know, why isn't why isn't dinner on the table? You stupid bitch! Pow! As we call them, the good old days. Good old days, exactly. The good old days. 
then you you fuck your secretary, or you rape your secretary. You know what I mean? It's you know, just, I was I was I was thinking like you know how great it would have been to have like been born in like 1915 and just die in 2000. <laughs> oh wait, wait you know? before the shit hit the fan. When yeah, I, just just like just like it been born in 1915, like win World War Two, like you know jazz and everything. Like you just go through America, like 70s movies. You get to the 90s, you're like, yeah, maybe world peace is happening, and then you die. Yeah, and then you just miss the rest of it. How mm-hmm. how uh how great that would have been to like just head towards like like maybe we did it, and then you just die right before you realize we didn't do it. Yeah. Well, right before you realize we are the virus. We are, we are. We're the coronavirus. That's 100% true. And wait, what you were talking about before about the world, like you think the world might be a completely different place. It's so hard to like fathom, but you could, you know, you could be right. In my mind, and I'm sure in our minds before this all started, I thought, you know, for sure humans are going to die out. We're the fucking worst. Honestly, we're the fucking worst. So we should be all dead because we're just terrible. And I'm like, all the humans are going to die out, but it's going to be, you know, 500 years or whatever. Technically... I mean, I don't think this is it only because it's hard for me to fight. Cause I was like, this will never happen in my lifetime. I was like, I'm glad I'm going to die when I am, you know, I was alive when the rotary, you know, before the fucking internet and when the rotary telephone, we're still dialing up like this. And I think I've been alive in a good time to be able to see both times. You know, I didn't grow up with fucking YouTube videos and, and that kind of shit. So I am more normal than other people, I think. Um, and, and I'm like, I can only see it getting worse with the robots taking over or whatever the fuck is going to happen. But I'm like, this won't happen in my lifetime. I'm going to die before the shit hits the fan. Well, the shit's hit the fan. And now if we get infested by fucking murder hornets, that would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. I mean, it is, it is biblical. Um, but really? like, you know, for me, for me, something that's really interesting and, and this is, and, and I'll go back to like my, my, con- my considerations for like moving to New Zealand. Um, okay. I'll tie this in. So down for, dude. And you know what? I also thought about leaving. Anyway, carry on. Come, come to New Zealand with me. I mean, so no. I want to ask you about it, but hold on. But 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 before I do, so like a big thing for me is like you know when I was growing up, and I kind of looked at like the people I admired or wanted to be like the filmmakers and comedians. Mm-hmm. It meant a sort of different thing. Like there was like there was this this, this incredible larger than life aspect to like to like Eddie Murphy or or like Steve Martin or just like the people you idolize as a child. And like, as I've gotten older, celebrities sort of taken on like this new sort of like, it's become this new sort of beast. It's, it's almost like, it's almost like in a way, and I can't tell if it's fully a product of my like, you know, pursuit of it myself, but it feels like we're in a world where it's like everyone is pursuing it. And it's like almost becoming a celebrity in today's day almost presents a target on you as like a, a, as like a person to resent as, as opposed to a person to, as opposed to being a person to like admire. And, and I think especially now with the coronavirus, like coming out of this, like, like, I wonder what it's going to even mean going forward. It's hard, it's hard for me to conceptualize art anymore because the world has become 
such a self-parody of itself that it's almost like art has become less meaningful to me. And then there's a part of me that's like, yeah, this can all end and I can continue to pursue my dreams here in Los Angeles, which I very well most likely will do. But also I could just kind of like move to New Zealand, open an open mic, restart my photo booth business, live in paradise, marry some chick and spend the rest of my life there. Yeah. Well, that's that's the this is also what I've been grappling with. Um, I'm glad you mentioned Eddie Murphy because my friend mentioned Jim Carrey the other day because he wanted to do stand up. He was like, I've been thinking about doing stand up. And we had a big conversation about it one day. And I said, listen. And he said to me, something you said resonated with me and I haven't been able to stop thinking about it. And I said, I said to him, you're never going to do, you're never going to be a comedian because you don't want to do the work. And he said that it stuck with him. And I was like, yeah, and I believe that he's not, he's never going to do the work. Right. And he was like, yeah, I want to be like Jim Carrey or this or that. And I and I was like, again, I'm like so blunt. I was like, Hey man, you're not going to be Jim Carrey. I'm not going to be Jim Carrey. None of us are going to be Jim Carrey. And what this whole pandemic has like taught me is that like, I'm not, I'm like, I think I'm pretty special. I'm, I'm like a new, like I've never met anyone like me. I'm pretty fucking cool. But in the grand scheme of things and me not even being as big as a speck of fucking dust in the planet, do I really think that I'm going to like make a difference? Not anymore. You know what I mean? Even like the celebrities that I like look up to or whatever, I'm like, you're not going to be fucking remembered in 20 years. Like Jim Carrey will be remembered. Jim Carrey is a fucking one of a kind, one in a million. Well, well, it's funny that you bring up Jim Carrey. There's a Jim Carrey quote that I think about all the time, um, which is like directly relates to this, which he goes, your backup plan is your plan. Yes. So yeah, it's I, like you're either you're either fully committed. You yeah. know, I've always like my my work ethic has always been of the ilk. It's like um, like if I'm trying to be a professional athlete, Michael Jordan's Michael Jordan because he was at the gym before everybody else and left after everyone else. And I was always like, you know, I got to write like I'm dieting and get on stage like I'm exercising um, and I got to do it like at a professional athlete level for yeah. comedy and it's like you know now that we're in the pandemic you know i've just rechanneling all that into like writing and doing the podcast and all the other things i'm like just trying to work on to keep my mind busy yeah even though i'm you know considering giving it all up and just moving to new zealand well because it's also easier <laughs> you know and it, and it would be easier to be like well i gave it all up when the pandemic happened and then no one would like judge you for it whereas if you just stepped away of your own volition and was like by the way i gave up then everyone, you know, your perception of what everyone else would think of you is like, oh, I quit or whatever. I couldn't hack it or, you know. Now, have you been to New Zealand? Yeah. What's what's New Zealand like? Like, t- tell me New Zealand versus Australia. You you like Australia better. Uh, yeah. Why is Australia better than New Zealand? Because I because well, I, I, I I've only been I've been to New Zealand maybe two or three times, but I was a kid. I think the oldest that I've ever been there was like I was maybe fifth or something so like I can't really remember all I remember is also going to like my relatives houses I didn't go to the city and they live like up in the mountains kind of thing so aren't the mountains like dope in New Zealand yes but like I said to you before it's a windy road and I always get car sick because I'm yeah yeah me too I get car sick that's that's a negative point for uh for New Zealand is that I get car sick you can live you don't have to live in the forest you know like 
we're living in a, you know, where you go up the driveway and, you know, I picture just, myself like Matt Damon at the beginning of the born supremacy, just big beard living in the woods in New Zealand. <laughs> Hot girlfriend, Americans come and kill her. And then I have to go back to America to avenge my, my, my wife. Uh, <laughs> what part of, uh, what part of Australia were you from? I'm from Perth, which is the left. And the then left. I, lived, I lived in Melbourne, which is on the right. Melbourne, so like, like super. So like you lived in like, Love like that. California and New York, mm -hmm. not Sydney. Where are is Melbourne near Sydney? Oh, so it's so this is. The, I'll do it backwards. So it's facing you. Australia's facing you. So Perth is over here. This is Western Australia. Perth is over here. It's the most isolated city in the entire world because it's just it's just down here and there's fucking no cities close to it. That sounds cool. Melbourne's all the way over here, six-hour plane ride. New York. Is Melbourne cooler? Is Melbourne cooler then, than uh, Sydney? People think so. Sydney's got better weather. Sydney's like more sunny, but Melbourne's very like. Melbourne's very like. If I had to like, Sydney's like short pink shorts, and Melbourne's like a pencil mustache and a, and a black hat. Sydney's like a pencil mustache and a black hat. I feel like uh, I feel other more. Way, other way. Melbourne's like Melbourne's cool and like there's all coffee shops and this kind of thing. Okay. I think I was I was a beer rep for for a while and I had to look up all of the. I had to go around and visit all the the bars and like try and sell this beer, and um, there there were nine hundred. It's something crazy. Like there were nine hundred bars and restaurants in a certain city or radius or something, whereas Sydney only had like two hundred. So the you know what I mean? The condensement of the. See, I feel like I feel like I'm going to be a real golem in uh, Australia if I went. Like I'm just I'm such like a short, stubby Jew that I'm just like because when I was traveling through Europe, I met more Australians than I met Europeans. Like you guys are fucking everywhere. And I went running with the bulls. And I remember when I was running with the bulls, it was like a thousand like buff Australians and like one yeah. tiny Jew. And the whole time I'm like, I'm I'm going to fucking die. I'm the one. I'm clearly the guy who dies uh, of this group of people. Do you have a video all, of that? Like a GoPro? Uh, I have no. I didn't. I. I was like very neurotic about like getting kicked out of it because there were like all these rules. I have like photos of me like at the end of it. Wow. Um, do that. That's people die. Yeah. Yeah. But less people. You have you have a higher percent chance of dying from COVID than you do of running with the bulls. So if you catch the coronavirus, and then a horn up the butthole. You say that. <laughs> Another ten days in quarantine, I'll take a horn up the butthole. <laughs> um, Sarah, you know, I, there's a good chance you've taken a horn up the butthole. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Love a horn. So, but, um, yeah. but yeah, so I just like, part of me is like afraid of just how bro-y Australia has always seemed to me. Yeah. Uh, I had my ex ex was like every guy, he's like every Australian friend I've met of yours is like six foot four and good looking. And I didn't even know until he said it. And I was like, Oh, you're right. And then, you know, I moved. Cause when I moved from Perth to Melbourne, I was like, fuck everyone in Melbourne is hot. Then I moved from Melbourne to London and I was like, fuck, everyone in Australia was really hot. And um, now I'm here and all the hot dudes seem to be gay. 
and um, just or 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 Australian or Australian. Uh, yeah. See, my fear of Australia is that everyone's just like Russell Crowe or like Mel Gibson, just like a bunch of just a bunch of angry macho dudes walking around. Oh, Hugh, Jackman. Hugh Jackman. They're, they're also quite- macho Wolverine, bunch of hairy buff. <laughs> there's no egos. That's the thing. You could be such a hot dude and there's no ego. Whereas here you're a hot dude and you're like, I'm fucking shit all over you. Whereas yeah, we you have all the you have all the nerdy Jews to compare yourself to here. In Australia, it's just everyone's Russell Crowe. So that's why that's why yeah. New Zealand that's one of the reasons New Zealand appeals to me a little bit more is you know that's like the flight of the Concords people. I'm like they seem a little nerdier. They just seem a little right. more I see that, yeah, because they don't have as much sun and like beach culture, I suppose. But there is beaches and stuff. It is an island. There is, yeah, but it's not going to be as hot and stuff. But I do see what you mean. There, New Zealand's a little more subdued. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it just feel it feels it feels like uh, I'm I'm a more appealing person. I think you would. I think you. Yeah, you would probably meld in better. Rather than because everyone can be so fucking loud in Australia and overpower your little Josh. I just feel like if I married some babe in Australia, she some babe, be, she'd just be cheating on me all the time with like <laughs> buffer dudes. <laughs> or like in in New Zealand, you're like, oh, I found my little nerd. <laughs> oh, I'm so cute. I'm a <laughs> New Zealand dude. I really, I, I, I really am. I think it'd be fucking awesome. And I, and, and it's hard. I mean, I didn't know you went to Europe because I've I spend my whole life like telling people to go and do stuff and then they never fucking do. So I just kind of like save my breath now. But you've been talking about it a lot and I want it to be true. But I don't know how true it is, you know, that, that I'm going to move to New Zealand. Yeah, I had a girl one time when I was in London. She was like, tell me all about it. I'm going to move there. How much is the rent? Can you get me a job? This, this, this. I had the same fucking conversation with her three years in a row. And I was like, you're never talking to me well well here's the difference here's the difference between me and her i am a jew and we're accustomed to like looking at the country and going eh, things aren't gonna be so good here in a little bit let's go find somewhere else that's like <laughs> it's like a regular thing for my group of people we we're like eh, i don't know about what's happening here let me let me get somewhere uh that i know what's happening a little more <laughs> the thing is like this is just the thing we don't know what's gonna happen so I was like, well, I should stay here because the the chance of me being able to get a job doing something random are higher because you know LA is the land of opportunity and I could get I could get some random fucking PA work for Russell Crowe. Who knows? That's how Hollywood works, baby. But then I was like, well, fuck. If I went back to Dubai, I could fucking. I was look. I looked into like the comedy. You lived scene. in Dubai. Yeah, you know that. I didn't. I, maybe I did. You did. Um, I lived there for two years before I moved here. And I was like, fuck, man, if I move back to Dubai, I could really, same with you in New Zealand, I could really corner the comedy market. Are people really doing fucking comedy in Dubai? And then I was like, wow, I would also hate to do like the biggest club in Dubai, you know, the equivalent of whatever it is here, like main room comedy store, whatever. And there's like nine people in the crowd and they're like, I don't know what this is funny. You know what I mean? Yeah, if you watch that movie looking for comedy in the Muslim world. Right, exactly. <laughs> so um, so I was like, yeah, but I, I have contacts there. I fucking made so much money there. I could slip back in. I know what I'm doing. I can do this, 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 this. Become a Bollywood star. Become like the... It's funny you're Australian, but they'd make you the dumb American chick in like every That's like, movie. Where are you going today? <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought I thought about it, and I'm still thinking about it. And then I remembered I'm still waiting on my fucking green card, which has been in purgatory for two years. Mm. So once I get that, 
if I get that, who knows? And also, here's another thing. If I don't get the green card, I'm out. I can't be here. So if my green card comes back and they go, by the way, we didn't approve it, then I got to go. So then I got to rethink my life again. So I don't know what the fuck is going on. I'm applying for fucking reception jobs with 300 other clowns who have bachelor's degrees. And I'm like, well, I'm a comedian. Does that count? You know, like, wait, no one- wait. So, so then, all right. New interesting question. This is actually like the one other thing I wanted to talk to you about. Um, you started a business out here, but. Since you immigrated, you're you're you are still eligible for like the small business loans and things, et cetera. Yeah, I have a I have an employment authorization document which I've had for two years while I've been waiting for the green card. So, and were you able to also apply for the unemployment insurance as an independent contractor? Gosh, don't I don't even talk to me about it. I've applied. I spent literally a month just sitting and applying for shit, and. Oh, it's been a nightmare. It's been a nightmare. Me too. I'm like, it's just, it's an absolute nightmare. It's like, I thought I got approved and then I get a letter in the mail. Like, congratulations. You are are earning $0.00 per week. And then to try and reopen that because I was like, oh, I applied for the wrong insurance. I was supposed to apply for the, uh, you know, the pandemic, whatever the fuck. So then I try to reapply and it says, we can't verify your identity. So then I call them. They don't answer, of course. Then I send them an email. They go, hey guys, can you buy it? And they go, they close at noon. They close the call center at noon because they know none of us are waking up before noon oh man i'm waking up at 8 30 every bloody day <laughs> um but they but they go the last one they sent me an email and they said yeah uh you, like i have to reopen my other claim and i'm like you know what forget it okay fuck you it's just bullshit i've been sitting here all fucking day the best thing that ever happened to me josh was i sent a letter to a parking permit place. I'm like, they're never gonna, I took too long to renew online. So I had to send a check to the parking permit place because I can't go in there because they're shut. And I'm like, this is gonna be ridiculous. I sent them a letter, hey, here's a renewal. Here's 45 bucks, give me a parking permit. And guess what? I got it in the mail yesterday. And I was like, that took three days. You you got, that means you got it on Friday. You stamped it, you deposited it, you sent it out. And I got it on my, and, and, and you know what sucks is that I'm impressed with that amount of, uh, well, nobody cares about driving shit right now. <laughs> but, but anything, it's so hard to do everything here. They make it so fucking hard. Yeah, that's I the, that's the idea. Because it's like, it's like, it's like, they, the more, they'll, they'll have more money for me in unemployment because of everyone who gives up. Because of everyone who just gives up on it because it's too hard. It's like, you know, it's just like making it in Hollywood. It's like you can do it. You just have to stick with it for the years it takes to get unemployment insurance. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it's that easy. That's what they say about, you know, when they're like, all you have to do to stay in comedy is just don't stop. And I was like, well, you can't be shit also. I know some people, they didn't stop. I'd be like, you should probably stop. You know, like you can't, it's, it's correct to a point. You know, you can't just say every single person. Yeah, comes I've, 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 had, I've had people say that to me. I go, including people I thought like no matter what would never make it still made it in some capacity. I think eventually you sort of find your niche, I think, I think is part of it. Like but maybe you don't get the, the people who you, you, know don't, you don't get the very you don't get the very specific thing you dreamed of, but you get something. Well, I interviewed a guy a couple years ago and he was like 70 and he said he had no car. He borrowed his roommate's car. He was sleeping on his roommate's couch. And he was like really trying to get this 
he's a writer and he's like this pilot is the one and i'm like ah oh, at some point you got to stop dude you can't be 70 living you know what i mean that fucking sucks well as sarah some- if, if if that's what you think then 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 explain to me how you got an audition at the laugh factory no i'm just i'm just <laughs> i was I'm just 70 i was I was saying you, you, you. Uh, <laughs> I fa- it was a failed joke. I'm giving up I on comedy. I quit. The, the joke was that you have to have some talent. You can't just be total shit. Oh, no, I was I, saying, and how did thought. you get your audition at the Laugh Factory? That's fair. That's fair. Um, but it was it was too late. I thought of the joke too late. I tried to also, go back, yeah, and now I give up on my dreams. That? Huh? I said the Laugh Factory. What's that? Yeah, yeah, um, man, I I do feel bad. I do feel bad. You know, I was I was I was very excited for you, like like with everything that was happening right before. It was like it was like it was amazing how just the world was boiling up in like this positive way for so many people that I was so yeah. close with, and just what a fucking the very last day before the lockout, I was at the Laugh Factor with you. You got me a Corona because I was joking around about. <laughs> in a corona beer and then the next day i couldn't leave my home i forgot about that dude yeah thanks for coming by the way someone messaged me the other day and they go hey remember when you were just about to get past the laugh factory and then the <laughs> fucking world exploded and i was like don't remind me because that saturday because i had i think it was wednesday yeah, it was, i was there. getting ready to come and then that saturday i was about to be passed if i approved whatever the fuck i was there for your pump up show and uh no and- i think that's i mean you know i, I if things start up again, I don't just slip right back into that spot. I got to start again. Do you know what I mean? Possibly. I, I, you know, I, the Tuesday, the very final improv, Mike, I won set of the night and I was like, I was, yeah, yeah. And I was all like, uh, getting ready. I was like, I, I had, the funny thing is I'd had prepared this five minute bit. I'd been waiting to do for when I got my ne- next set of the night yeah. on the Sunday show. And I was all ready for it. And, uh, it was that Sunday? Fuck. Yeah, yeah, that was the that Tuesday was the last improv mic. Um, By the way, you've never invited me to that, so let me know because I would love to come. What the set of the night? No, the, yeah. If you, what, what, how does it late, work? When, when I would do, when I would get late night spots? Yes. Oh yeah, I mean, I just post about it. I don't, I don't like to pressure anyone. I never felt like it's that important that uh, people come to the late nights, but it's like four people are there. <laughs> but, but let me know because I want to come and support. But yeah, the, the Love Factory is the only thing that so I... Sure, if, if any of these comedy clubs ever open again, I'll invite you to all my shows. Did you hear Rogan was like, he's going to do a bunch of free shows and like donate all the money from it? To Where? To store again? To try to open, like to help the comedy store? Oh, 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 when, when everything opens up again? Yeah. By the way, I'm pretty sure I created COVID. When you're talking about the big bubble of like all the things, because I was like, at that time, I was like, my life could not get any fucking better right now. I'm crushing everything. I'm crushing fucking everything. Every single aspect of my life is fucking amazing. I'm walking around on cloud 12, you know, and then all, and then I'm like, something's got to get, something's not right. Something's about to explode. And then the world exploded and it's my fault. And I'm sorry. Oh, me, me too. My business was doing better than ever. I was getting late night spots. I was winning set of the night. I had a girlfriend. I was oh, drinking yeah. roast battle and just like, and like that COVID happens, wipes it all out clean 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 so it's like good things have been happening to me too now it's just you know it's just different it's just you know like i talk about like not getting netflixed i always say like you don't want to get netflixed or like ubered 
Uh, and that's like, like I'm always like Blockbuster, like Netflix happened and Blockbuster didn't adapt and just like take Netflix model and do it as Blockbuster because Blockbuster had the name. Blockbuster could have been the thing when Netflix came around. Do you know Blockbuster? Is that before your time? Um, no, they couldn't have because that's a completely different format. No, but they needed to just adapt Netflix format immediately instead of stand so steadfast in their in their ways of like, we won't do this. Just like taxi cabs needed to like immediately create an app that's like, all right, right. you can order taxis on the app, but they didn't do that. But so that's Uber a big debate, I suppose. It, well, it is. So I always say, like, for me, when the world changes, you just have to immediately change with it or just die. Mm -hmm. You can't you can't get mad and try and stand steadfast in the way things were. Yeah, you know, right. it's like it's like open mics are done. There's no more shows. I'm like, all right, start a podcast. Just right. start it now. Let yeah. everyone make fun of you. Who cares? All of them that don't start a podcast will have no podcast with 60 well, episodes by the time they do. Whitney was giving everyone shit for having. I remember I heard her two years ago on Theo's podcast, and he was like, "You should have a podcast." She's like, "Ah, eh, whatever." And now she has podcast. Everyone has a podcast, and you and anyone's annoyed that they didn't start it beforehand. I should have fucking one. Um, I had I had one that I did for two years that was actually even like semi popular that I stopped at uh, at one point. Oh really? Mm -hmm. Why didn't you just start that off again? It was with my it was with my roommate. We just she honestly I was open to starting it again she didn't want to um i i can't justify when i should be sitting here applying for jobs or figuring out what my next life move is gonna be because I, I i honestly yesterday you know i was i was focusing on shutting my business down and then people are like what about this what about this i'm like shut the fuck up let me do this i need to focus on this now because if i let anything else in my mind is going to explode so I looked at a video one week ago. I was in there doing a video for fucking such and such. And it's very surreal. It was like a Band-Aid that I just ripped off. It was very surreal. You know, everything within three, four days, I had ended my lease. I had moved everything out. I had moved into storage. Everything's done. I've handed the keys back. Everything's done. Now, phase two, I sit and I go, hmm, what the fuck can I do? Let me update my resume. Let me apply for jobs. Let me... You know what I mean? Let me get one thing done. So I can't justify now being like, oh, hell about this when, you know, I don't have I don't have a green card. I don't have a job. I don't have any income. I don't know where I'm going. My car is just about to run out of its lease. You know, there's just so many things that I can't. Maybe I should do a podcast. Well, you know, I will say this. The one thing the to, to, to end this on on somewhat of a positive note, like, you know, I definitely myself focus on all the intense, upsetting and negative things going on in the world. But at the same time, I just remind myself literally everyone's in the same boat. Yeah. So it's like yeah. where wherever this all ends up when it's all over, it's not like anyone was really getting ahead other than right. Jeff Bezos. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so right. we all pick up, we all pick up from the same place and in a, and in a weird way, it's like people who in a weird way, especially if you're egotistical like me and you, and you really believe in yourself and your abilities, uh, I feel like in some ways there's a benefit to the idea that when this is all over, people who were ahead of me are now at the same place I'm at. And even though people who are behind me are at the same place I'm at, well, now we all get to start the race at the same spot. And just it's a matter of who am I faster than. And if I'm faster than most people, I'll get ahead quickest. 
But if you were already ahead, like if you were Jeff Bezos and when you're starting at zero, you're not really starting at zero with Jeff Bezos. He's still no, no. But I'm like, I'm like, all right, Joe Rogan is going to be way ahead of me than Joe Rogan was. But like, I'm like, when this is all over, you know, someone who is just a little bit ahead of me, but maybe not as funny as me. You're talking about comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And or just in general, anything that I'm doing, people who are like a step further than me same step i was a step further than i'm now at the same step as so it's now a foot race once well, it all no, ends and there, I there's, I don't know there's, if I a, there's a leveling off of it i don't know if i believe that because like let's take your photo booth company let's say i just started a photo booth company the day before it all started when we start again we're not starting at the, i mean we're we are but we're not because you've already got years of experience and contacts and this and that so you're gonna still you're still ahead of them Sure, sure. I, I mean, more maybe in like a shallow comedy. enter, maybe just in a shallow enter. Yeah, yeah, just in comedy. I'm speaking purely yeah. about comedy. Right. But I yeah. also might yeah, just move to New that. Zealand and give up on all of it. Um, <laughs> which is, <laughs> there's which that is, possibility too. Which is fine, also to do. And I, th which is fine. Clearly, someone's trying to get rid of their competition. Everybody. Um, but. Uh, Thanks for listening. Yep. If you have any questions for me, email me at quarantinepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, thank you so much, Sarah, for doing the show, and I will see you next time. But